Praise God. I'm going to the book of Ezekiel in your Bibles. I'm going to talk about this missions and what it means. God was the first missionary. He sent his only begotten son into this world. Amen. Ezekiel. Ezekiel. I don't know how many have read the book of Ezekiel. If you read it, you've got to read close. Amen. There, there's, this is an amazing book. There's mysteries in this book. Ezekiel was a captive taken into captivity into Babylon. The Bible speaks about in Ezekiel 1 and 1 that he was in the spirit of the Lord's day. Amen. And the heavens open. I mean, it's one of the worst times ever. And he said he was in the spirit. John was in the spirit on the Isle of Patmos. Amen. A terrible place. But how many know you can be in the spirit in the worst of places? Hallelujah. Praise God. Let's stand again. We're going to the 16th chapter of Ezekiel. Amen. People here in the Bible, Israel and Judah, they were devastated. Their king had been executed. They were helpless and they were weak. And they had rejected the words of Jeremiah. I want to tell you why that they're in this place. The people of Israel and Judah had rejected the words of the old prophet Jeremiah. Rejection. Second Timothy, Paul said, if we suffer, we shall also reign with him. If we deny him, he will deny us. And the children of Israel had denied the Lord, and they found themselves in this situation. There's a lot to learn from this this morning. Let's read together in Ezekiel 16, verse number 1. The word of God said, Again, the word of the Lord came unto me, saying, Son of man, cause Jerusalem to see her abominations. And I say, Thus saith the Lord God unto Jerusalem, Thy birth and thy nativity is of the land of Cana. Thy father was an Ammonite, and thy mother a Hittite. And as for thy nativity, in the day that thou wast born, thy navel was not cut. Neither was thou washed in water, nor subtled thee. Thou, hast, thou wast not salted at all, nor squaddled at all. None I pitied thee, but of all these unto thee, to them have compassion upon thee. None had compassion, he is saying. But thou wast cast out in an open field, to be loathened of thy people, and a day that thou was born. And when I passed by thee, I saw thee polluted in thine own blood. And I said unto them, to thee, when thou was in thy own blood, live. Yea, I said unto thee, when thou was in thy blood, live. I'm going to speak on this morning, rejected, rejected rescued, and restored. Amen. I want to say that again. Rejected, rescued, and restored. Father, we just thank you this morning for this time together. We thank you, Lord God, for this pastor, for this church, for everyone that is here. We come today to hear from you. Thank you, Father God. We pray your Holy Spirit minister life. Lord, I ask, I ask. You said if we ask, we receive. I ask for the anointing and the presence of God in this place. In Jesus' name, amen. Praise God. You can be seated. Ezekiel, here he talks about rejected. Rejected. That you think about this allegory that he speaks about this baby. Now, this is an amazing passage of scripture right here. How that this baby was born. And it's an allegory of Israel. He is saying that this baby is born. They didn't cut the umbilical cord, they just ripped the baby out, took it, the baby, and just threw it in an open field. Bloody, mucus on it, in the dirt, and that baby is laying there. And people walk by and they see that infant. Maybe they could hear that baby crying. But nobody went over and tried to do anything. 
I tell you what, large babies have suffered in this world, haven't they? All the things that happened. And that baby is laying there, helpless and hopeless. And folks, that is a picture of Israel, but it is also a picture of the lost world. See, people cannot be saved until they really realize they're lost. Amen. I don't have just a psychological problem. I don't just need help. I need the mercy and the grace of God. But as long as I think I'm not too bad. Now, I haven't done a lot of things other people have done, but I was rejected in my life. The rejection that was here. And so you see this baby laying here, weak and in this place in an open field. I just think about people walking by. How could you not? Well, that's the enemy. And you're just out there, hopeless, that little baby making its noise, and it can't live long like that. Nobody had compassion. Nobody come by. The Bible said, the psalmist said, no man cared for my soul. Amen. In that condition that he's laying there. And that he come by, and God said, I looked at you, and I said, live. I saw you in your own blood, and I said, live. Folks, there is a, a rejection. Everybody's probably experienced rejection before in their life. You've had times that you felt rejection don't feel good, all these things that happened to you, but he's laying that baby there. And he said, live. And that's what happened in John chapter 1. The Bible speaks about in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. Yeah. Amen. What did God do to save mankind? He sent his Word. And he said this word, live. He said live. But what is missions? We have a message to a rejected world, live. Amen. We're saying to a dying world, live. This baby is lying there. It is lying there dying. And God just said the word. He spoke the word and that baby's living. This is the power of that word, being able to preach the word. I've talked to people in this world who have never heard of Jesus before. Amen. I was in China a few times, and there was a man wanted to meet us at the hotel, and he was equal to a congressman here, young man, educated, high up in office, and we started talking about Jesus. He said, I've never heard of him, never heard his name. Folks, when people think everybody's heard, they haven't heard. They have not heard. Most of the world has not heard an adequate message of the gospel to be saved. And we told him, he said, I'd like to meet this man. He thought he was a man. He could come over and shake his hand. Amen. We led that man to the Lord. Because he heard, he heard the word of God. Man is rejected, folks. This is what we've got to realize. The race of man on this earth is rejected by God as it is. Amen. I take you back to the book of Genesis. Whenever Adam and Eve were in that garden, how that they sinned. And they turned back on God. The Bible said that they were naked and unashamed. Amen. You know how come they could be like that? Because the glory of God covered them. Amen. See, they had the covering of God. They, Adam and Eve were walking along and, and they the covering. They didn't have clothes, but they had the glory of God. How I many all have sinned and come short of what? The glory of God. Amen. They've come short of the glory of God. And so they recognize what are we going to do? See, man always tries to figure out a way. I'm rejected of God. Well, that's hard to hear this morning maybe. But I tell you what, I was rejected of God. You were too. And everything about us, God rejected that. Adam and Eve made fig leaves. They sewed them together. They got these clothes. I know Adam and Eve, here comes God. Adam, where are you? 
They come out. Where are you? What are you doing, Adam? What, I was afraid. Do you know that's the first time they express fear in the Bible? Anytime a person ever experienced was fear after they had sinned? Who told you you were naked? Who told you that the glory had departed? And then they went through this, and they so they cover themselves up with the fig leaves. Folks, you see, people are saying, God said, I reject that fig leaf religion. I reject that. The world is full of religion. Folks, this is not an atheist hour. It is so much religion. So many things that are going on. And, you know, sin brings this. He said, who told you that you were naked? Then he talked about that woman, and God killed a lamb or an animal and covered them. See, their life, but this is the fig leaf idea, sin is why people are lost. They were rejected. Sin separates us from God, strips us of our dignity. It infects us. It empties us. It limits us. It robs us, and in the end, it will kill us. Amen. Amen. See, think about how that they're there, and they, God covered them with this covering. See, God had rejected their effort. God said, you rejected. They put out of the Garden of Eden. They have two sons, Cain and Abel. Cain and Abel. Now, folks, this is in the beginning of the Bible, but it's the beginning that keeps going and going. Cain and Abel. You know the story in Genesis chapter 4. The Bible said in the process of time, it came to pass that Cain brought of the fruit of the ground an offering unto the Lord. Now, you know this story. You know it well. Here's Cain and Abel. Now, the, what did I just read? He said, in the process of time. And what that meant, they both had been going and offering what God said to bring. They were bringing the blood. They were bringing the animal. But today, in Genesis chapter 4, Cain says, not today. I'm not going to bring that. I'm going to bring what I want to. I'm going to bring fruit. I'm going to bring vegetables. And God, you're going to like this. People say today, I just don't understand you kind of people. You just like, uh, it has to be. I think, you see what they say, I think that God just accepts anybody. I think as long as you're sincere, everybody will go to heaven. Folks, God rejected it. Amen. And Cain comes up, and he's got this offering, and God said to him, Cain, what are you doing? See, today he brings his own idea of God. Folks, we're in a world, and people get mad, upset at us because they've got their own idea of God. Why, you people, what's wrong with you? Believe that Bible and all of this, and so they've got their own idea. And so here, Cain comes by, and God says, Cain, he said, what are you doing? He said, God is what I'm bringing. Abel's over here, what God told him to do. They have the sacrifice. God said, I'll accept that, but I'll reject that. What do you mean? Folks, there's people in lifestyles, and they can't understand that God would reject that lifestyle. What are you talking about? What are you talking about? I mean, lifestyle, God, you, you, you know, God, you will accept this. I'll find me a preacher, and he'll tell me God accepts it. Amen. Amen. I know there's one on the YouTube that you mentioned. Amen. Similarly, God, I'm ashamed that it happened, but the district said they're going to take care of him. So I hope so. He gets on, and I mean, we love everybody. The only way that you love them is show the right way. All of us come out of sin. Can you say amen? All of us. All of us. So we all come to the same area. We're trying to tell, here's how I got out. Abel has got his sacrifice. God said, accept it. Cain said, God, you will accept this. See, folks, God will not accept. He rejected it. Rejected. He said, Cain, you're rejected here. And so they come, and, and his countenance falls. Oh, you can see it in their face. 
See that hostility was in Washington. I tell you what, some of that, boy, you could tell that. Man, you talk. How many know this is not just political? It's not just Democrat and Republican. I tell you, there's a force from hell that's come up in this thing. Amen. The same thing that crucified Christ. The same thing. Come up against. Oh, Cain. Cain's spirit. He says, God, you will accept this. You will. And God said, no. And he said, Cain, it's up like this. He said, just do what I told you. Just come to me like I told you to come. And he said, I'll accept you. He said, sin is lying at the door. Sin is crouched at the door. I tell you, folks, how many times has God sent warning to people and warnings to us and said, don't keep going. Something's about to happen. Something's going to happen in your life. I tell you, it's a loving God. God loved Cain. And the Bible said that Cain talked to Abel. Never says Abel talked to him. And he's there in the process of time. I don't know how he did it. Maybe a rock. And he killed his brother. Amen. He's lying out there just like that baby. Just like that baby. His blood is out there. And the Bible said his blood speaks. His blood is talking. Amen. His blood is speaking out there. But the Bible said in the book of Hebrews, the blood of Christ speaks even louder. Praise God. Hallelujah. A system. We say, well, they voted it in, so it must be accepted. Because they voted in doesn't mean that God has accepted it. Amen. That we come, it's so easy in this way. He's made provision for us. Amen. He's rejected. I was rejected without God. Folks, I, you know, that kind of sounds strange, but it is a fact. I know God loves you. He sure does. But we're rejected without the mercy of God. Amen. Accepting his mercy. In the process of time, the process of time, God is my judge. I saw a young man had a T-shirt. He walked around and said, God is my judge. Yes, son, he sure is. Amen. And you know how he's going to judge you? By everything written in this book right here. Amen. Going to judge me the same way. I'm not your judge. I'm not anybody's judge. But I tell you what, this book is the judge. Amen. Can you say amen this morning? Praise God. The books were open. Sin lying at the door. Cain's countenance falls. Amen. Here, you think about it. What lies behind that door? Amen. Lying behind that door. Oh, I tell you what, there's times. There's things lying behind that door. I remember years ago, and you know, when you're in the ministry like this, devil comes attacks you in every kind of way. Amen. I remember my son is a little small, and he's going to have to have some surgery done. And I'll tell you what, kind of my wife and I were nervous about it. And they said, we're going to have to put him to sleep. And so... I said, well, God, he said, I've got to have it done. And I mean, I wouldn't let that old parsonage. And I was praying. My God, I was praying. And the devil said, he's going to die. He won't come up that. He won't come out of this. How many know the devil put hands on you? Amen. And I, th- this comes to my mind this morning. I, in that house, I had a dream while I was asleep that night, waiting on the next morning. Amen. And I went into the room where my little son slept in that dream. And I opened that door. And I pushed it. I could feel somebody behind it. You ever, you know, that hiding behind that door. And I said, somebody in here. I'm telling you before God in this dream. I looked and there was a demon sitting there. A little old thing. He's looking up with these eyes. Oh, God, I tell you what, fear went all over me. He is behind that door in my son's room. And I said, 
I took a breath in that stream. I said, I beheld Satan as lightning fall from heaven. Behold, I gave a new power to tread upon serpents and upon scorpions and upon all the powers of the enemy, and nothing shall by any means hurt you. And like a vacuum cleaner, that devil was sucked out of that room. Praise God. Hallelujah. And everything went good. I tell you what, it was a, there's a darkness. But if we follow God, rejected man's abilities, man's thoughts. I don't want mine, his. Amen. A lot of things God says may sound good, but I reject it. But here, this baby, that baby, lying out there in the dirt, bloody, mucus, all that, and people just walk by. Nobody, well, I can't help them. Let it die, be get it over with. But the Bible said, God said, I saw thee in thy blood, and I said, live. Hallelujah. Oh, even though it had been, it had been, had been rejected, God said, live. Watch you, that's the message, isn't it? He said to me, live. I was lost. I didn't realize how lost I was. I didn't realize I was rejected. Yes, God loves me because he loved me so much. He said, you're rejected because of your sins, but my love, I'll restore you. Amen. Ezekiel chapter 20, 37. Still in Ezekiel. Well, I tell you what, he is the one that restores. Well, you know, this is the beautiful thing, looking at lives. You know, whether your life was a pretty decent life or just a depth of sin, we all had to be restored. Amen. God's a restorer. Oh, I tell you what, I, I love it that God's a restorer. You know this story. Amen. Restored. That God restores hearts. Before, before I get to that one, I want to look at something. I want to talk about rescue. I'll go there in just a moment. Ezekiel here. Uh, I talked about rejection. I want to talk about rescue. Let's rescue the baby, okay? Amen. I saw thee in thy own blood. Back in Ezekiel 16. You can hold your other place there. But he speaks about a pass by and saw thee in thy blood. Or tell you what, rejected. God's rejected. You know, before I got saved, I always believed in God. Raised right. And I'd promise God things. I'd even pray. I said, Lord, I'll do this if you'll help me, if you'll get out of this. And, and I tried to do better, but I couldn't. I've never been there. Amen. God said, I've rejected the, the, the fig leaves. But he said, I will rescue you. God rescued. That baby gets rescued. He said, I say live. Let me just quote you something out of the New Testament. Wherefore, Paul said, remember that ye being in times past Gentiles in the flesh, you were called uncircumcised by that which is circumcised in the flesh made by hands. And he speaks on in Ephesians 2, 12, that at the time that you were without Christ, being alien from the commonwealth of Israel and strangers from the covenant of promise, having no hope and without God in the world. But now in Christ Jesus, who is sometimes were far off or made nigh by the blood of Christ. For he is our peace who hath made both one and have broken down the middle wall of partition between us. Hallelujah. He speaks. He's rescued. That baby is rescued. The little baby, some say it was a little baby girl. I don't know for sure how they know that. But that baby's out there in the blood, in its own blood, in its mucus, in its in a dirt. And God said, live. And Israel lived, recovered, rescued that baby. I tell you, folks, God rescued us. Rescue the perishing. Rescue the perishing. Speak life. Speak, it depends upon it. Our life depends on it. Whosoever's calling the name of the Lord shall be saved. 
amen, that I think about that, that Cain spirit, that Cain spirit, how that it said that you will accept this. Folks, there's a need for rescue. Last night, brother, you was talking about that, um, the man of the Salvation Army. You know, one of the stories back in those days there in Detroit, I've heard this, I haven't looked it up, but I looked and heard it, that in Detroit many years ago, that Detroit River, there was a man, he come by that river and he was lived by it back in those days, and he had a terrible alcohol problem. And he tried to do better, but he was a prisoner. And he would come and he, his wife and him would come home in those days in the cobblestone streets and had the buggy. And he'd go and he'd say, I'll put the buggy away. And she'd go in the house. And when he didn't come in, she knew what happened. He went and sold the buggy to get something to drink. And he just got further and further, further down. And while he was out drunk one time, somebody found him in one of the saloons and said, your little girl died. She's died, and they got up to the house, and she's, she's there in, in that wake and watching. And he comes in to the house and sees her up there, and they've got her dressed up, and, and he act, pretends to tell her goodbye. And he reached in that casket and stole her grave shoes off. And he went and sold them for a nickel to buy Muscatel wine. After he got through, he decided to kill himself, going to jump in that Detroit River. And he said he went to that river, and he started to jump in. He said, I'm no good, I'm, I'm bound, I'm all this. And then he heard that Salvation Army playing that tune. Their sinners plunge beneath the blood, lose all their guilty stains. Amen. And that man's Mel Trotter. Amen. And he started that ministry to the alcoholics for the rest of his life. I know God is in the business of rescuing. God rescue us. God rescue us from ourselves. Amen. God has a way of rescuing. God's rescued me so many times. Amen. Through my life. Babies. Babies. Oh, God. We pray for the babies. God saved them. God worked. Remember Moses was a baby? Remember Moses? They, they made a decree that all the male babies would be killed there in Egypt. And Moses was in line. And the midwives didn't kill him. But his parents saw there's a proper child. And they didn't know what to do with him. The Bible said they put him in a little basket and put him down the river just praying God would commit. You know, there's times you just commit to God. Kids. God, I don't know what I'm going to do. How many of you ever had to just commit your kids to God? Amen. Amen. See, they love that baby. That love that baby. But that day, baby's got a death threat upon it. The whole family will die. And there's that baby. As you know the story, Pharaoh's daughter found that baby, rescued that baby. I tell you, folks, this is a message of rescue, the missions that we go and, and to be washed. I think about that baby still lying in the dirt, still covered up, that baby. God said live. The Bible said in Revelation chapter 5 that he washes in his own blood from our sins. Yeah. Hallelujah. Yeah. Praise God. Amen. We should shout about it. We should talk about it. Yeah. Amen. Rejected and rescued. He rescued me. We sang these songs. You know, people haven't been rescued. They don't know what this is. And that, what are you doing down there? How come you act like that? I tell you what, they don't know where we come from, do they? Amen. Don't know what God has done for us. Amen. That he brings, just like I say, salvation. I've been saved a long time, but I still thank God for saving me. Amen. And the missions of it, it's the heart of God. 
being part of what God is doing. God is saying, see, God makes a way. I didn't know how we are going to help Marwan. You didn't know how this, your church. But you see, when you become part of what God is saying, you know, I was teaching class for Bible school here recently. And they were young people, great young people, very interested in, in the things of God. How do you know? See, I used to ask that question. How do you know if you're called to preach? How do you know you're called to be evangelist, to be a missionary, to, to do whatever? How do you know? Some people struggle with this and struggle with this. And I told them, I said, there's only one call that you've got to know about, and that's the call to be a disciple. See, when you respond to be a disciple, then God will show you what to do next. Amen. This is it. And I was telling that class, I said, that you're here. Listen to me, folks. It's easy to do something for God, but it's a lot harder to become something for God. Oh, did you hear what I said? And I said, you're here not just to do something for God, but to become something for God. Amen. There's a lot of things that we might do. But I want to become, and I look at all these years, and a lot of trouble. This, is, this walk has not always been easy for me. The ministry didn't all just fall in place. Amen. One of the big ministers and pastors in Texas, he said, oh, nothing to it. I said, son, you've never fought devils like we have. Amen. You've never been without like we have. Amen. I tell you what, there is something to this battle. Amen. But the glory that comes with it. Praise God. But I thank God for the victory. Amen. Look back. Amen. See, you get older, you start telling stories. Psalms, the Bible, Moses said, a man's life is a tale that's being told. Amen. You know that? You ever notice older people, older than me, that they will start telling stories. You mentioned, oh, you know, got a story. They've got a story. they got a story for everything. Everything they see reminds them of something that they've been through. Let me tell this story. I'm starting to do that, so help me. Amen. But my papa, I mean, he, is, he was born in 1882 in Buffalo Gap, Texas, in a wagon yard. His father was sheriff of Pecos County. I mean, and he got saved back in the 20s, long before I was born. And my, I heard the story baptizing the Holy Ghost when Pentecost really started moving and, and the cross and coming to Texas. He was one of the first. His family had been Church of Christ. I mean, he is nothing. They were, they were a rough bunch. And he was saved, filled with the Holy Ghost. Amen. Family hated that. I mean, he, he was that type, I mean, hardcore Pentecostal. I mean, he got later on years, and he didn't even have a television in that house. I mean, and we'd go to their house. He didn't know how to tell He'd listen to the radio long enough to hear the news and turn it off. But he'd sit there and start telling these stories. I mean, he was old enough to remember Indian fights. Man, I mean, talk about a man been shot with an arrow, all this stuff. I said, you know, I said, Papa, you've already told that. He didn't pay a bit of attention. Just tell it again. Tell it over again. But, you know, this, but, you know, life is like that. Amen. Life is a tale. You've all got stories. Here, the older you get every day that you live, you're going to be thinking about what God is doing. But rescued. I want to talk about restored. Here in Ezekiel chapter 37. Let's get there now. That missions is the message to those who are rejected. Amen. It is a message of rescue. Amen. Message of rescue. And it's a message of being restored. Here in Ezekiel chapter 37, that you think about this as the valley of dry bones. Oh, the Bible said they is very dry. They didn't just die a few days ago. They've been bleached out there. 
There's no connection to the other parts. They're just laying out there in this vision. And he comes and, and God asks the question. I want to ask you, can these bones live again? Oh, I'll tell you what, can that marriage live again? Can that home live again? Can that church live again? Can it be? Is it possible for that life? Now, Ezekiel didn't ask God to do it. Ezekiel didn't say, Lord, would you raise up these bones? God asked him. You know what God's looking for? Somebody that will agree with him. Somebody that will believe with him. Amen. Do you believe this? He said, God, you know. Here's the perfect way. God, you know. Oh, I tell you what, God asked you that question. Say, Lord, you know. Amen. Restore. Restore that life. Amen. The glory of God was restored to us. Adam and Eve, the glory departed. Amen. Who, the wages of sin is death. The Bible said, and the Bible said who, that all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. When you come back and you come to Christ, did you know the glory is restored to you? Amen. The Bible speaks of this. And let me just give you this scripture. Amen. Then uh, 2 Corinthians chapter 4. 2 Corinthians chapter 4 here. And I want to look at verse, just one verse, number 6. Amen. The Bible says, I'm, I said one verse. Maybe you ought to back up and look a little bit further. Because I'm talking about what missions is about. It's, it's a message to the rejected. It's a message to those that have been recovered, rescued, and recovered. The Bible said in 2 Corinthians 4, verse 3, If our gospel be hid, it is hid to, them, hid to them that are lost. Hear that, folks. It's hid. There's a multitude that have already gone to hell that never heard the gospel. Never heard. You know, we talk about rejection. And this is Bible, folks. On that judgment day, that white throne judgment, those people don't know Christ. They didn't know him. They rejected him, whatever. How many know he said, whosoever's name was not written in the book of life was cast into the lake of fire. I tell you, folks, that's the rejection that's out there. That's why we have to give the message of recovery, amen, of being restored. Now, here in your Bibles that he speaks about, I want you to read this with me and notice this at least, here in 2 Corinthians 4. Let's go down here and notice in verse number 3 again. If our gospel be hid, it is hid from them that are lost, in whom the God of this world hath blinded the minds of them that believe not, lest the light of the gospel of Christ, who is the image of God, should shine upon them. You ever heard that song, Send the Light? See that light. For we preach not ourselves, but Christ Jesus the Lord, and ourselves your servants for Christ, for Jesus' sake. For God, who commanded the light to shine out of darkness, has shined in our hearts to give us the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. Amen. I told you that Adam and Eve, the glory, they lost the glory. But we come, we have the glory restored. That's what you're talking about in this. This is the message. And that's why the excitement and the desire. Amen. Here, continue on a little while. That Think about being restored. That we went to Russia in 1992, my wife and I, with several others. And that old Soviet Union, if you remember. I tell you, people are talking about socialism today. The people that be for that don't know what they're talking about. I mean, you're asking for it. That's the communism, socialism. Awful, unbelievable. But how a nation like ours could even entertain the thought of such a thing. We went into the Soviet Union. They'd been prisoners of communists for 75 years. They tried to get God out. They said there was no God. 
in Romans chapter 1, they tried to forget God. Amen. But God put a conscience in it. I think people can call themselves atheists, but I believe they know there's a God. I believe they know that there's something. They didn't just come into existence. They try to forget him. They try to forget him, all about him. But God is a quickening spirit. I might have told this last time I was here. Forgive me if I tell it again. Amen. We were, I went to, we were preaching there. And Brother Clendenin was preaching. Maybe you've heard this. Some of you probably haven't. And they had nursing homes there, hospitals. I mean, you talk about torture chamber, folks. My God, it was awful. They was, he was preaching in one of the nursing homes there. And uh, he preached about Jesus. Some of them never heard. And they heard this old lady sitting in a wheelchair. And she began to weep. She said, I've been an atheist. She said, I was born the year Lenin was, became, took this country over. I was born that year, 1917. And she said, all my life I've been a communist and an atheist. I've never believed in God. But said, when I heard you speak, I know there is a God. I know. And then she began to cry. And she said, he said, why are you crying? She said, I know there is. And I had an abortion when I was 16 years old. And I know this God could never forgive me. And I will go to hell. And he led her to the Lord. He said, here, rescue, rescue. And that old lady went into eternity with God. How many see how powerful this message is? Amen. How powerful that it is. A people that told her there was no God. Amen. I know people reject you. They reject us. But Christ is that. He is that quickening spirit. Amen. This is my confidence. How you know? I have confidence that this word will go forth. How do you know people get saved? Been rejected. I've been rejected a lot of times. I've heard people say, no, I've been cussed. I've been threatened, all this. But I tell you what, I know the power of this gospel. Somebody will hear. Somebody will hear. Whether it's here, home, you keep preaching it, you keep telling it. Amen. Christ was rejected. Did you know that? See, everything Jesus went through, he went through it for us. Oh, he is rejected. Let me remind you of this. The Bible said he came to his own, his own received him not. Remember Isaiah 53, he was despised and rejected of men, a man of sorrow and acquainted with grief. And he, we hid, as it were, our faces from him. He was despised and we esteemed him not. Surely have borne our griefs and carried our sorrows. Yet we did, not, we, we did esteem him stricken, smitten of God and afflicted. But he was wounded for our transgressions and he was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace is upon him and with his stripes we were healed. Amen. He was a man acquainted with rejection. Amen. His own received him not. He came. Israel said, no, no, you're not the one. He experienced rejection. Here today, some people may have been rejected in the past, and you just haven't been able to get over it. Amen. Maybe been divorced. Maybe somebody rejected you on the job, in school. Our growing up years from, say, six, six years old to 18 is a short time, but it sure does mess us up a lot of time, don't it? You ever notice we go back and go back and go back, and our mind goes back in and, and different ages, rejected, all that feeling that of rejection. Jesus experienced rejection for us because we're accepted in the beloved. Praise God. Accepted in the beloved. You know, Jesus, as he was rejected, he's rejected, and I look at this and the pain he went through. In Psalm 22, 20, a very powerful verse. 
Deliver my soul from the sword, my darling, from the power of the dogs. I did, if you just read over that, Jesus is talking to the Father. He said, oh God, deliver my soul. You remember he said in the garden, Father, it be possible let this cup pass from me. And the dogs, what were the dogs? That was those that were there that slapped his face, pulled his beard. Amen. Hit him over the head. Put a crown of thorns on him. Oh, God, I'm the darling of God. That's my father. Christ was rejected, but he was also here. He was rescued. Oh, hear me. He's rescued from the jaws of death. Oh, I tell you what, I want you to hear this. He died. Put him in that tomb. He lays there in the jaws of death. He gave up and he died. He died. He died. This man, the son of God, died. But laying there, he is rescued from the grave. Amen. On that third day, he, ris- he rose from the dead. Praise God. Amen. Holy one. The Bible said in, in Psalms, he said, For thou wilt not leave my soul in hell, neither shall thou suffer thy holy one to see corruption. Amen. Rescued. He was rejected for us. He is rescued for us. You understand? We're in these three conditions. It's hard to say, well, God rejected us. He did because of our sin, but he rescued us. Amen. Christ was restored. Restored not only to life, but to the place he had with the Father before. Hallelujah. Praise God. Amen. He's able to restore us. Part of the ministry I love is seeing people's lives restored. Amen. Restored, hopeless, and bound in all the things and seeing God restore them. Paul said to Timothy, he said, and without controversy, great is the mystery of godliness. God was manifest in the flesh, justified in the spirit, seen of angels, preached in the Gentiles, believed on in the world, and received up the glory. Praise God. Amen. Glory restored. He was restored. Amen. Restored in our life. Christ faced all these things, redeemed us, Redeemed us. Praise God. This is the condition of the world, folks. That no matter how religious it gets, whether they call themselves, God rejects it. A person without Christ, he said, you rejected. The rich young ruler. I mean, you know, the Bible said Jesus loved him. He didn't say, who's this coming? He looked at that rich young ruler. And Jesus, the Bible said, he loved him. People say, well, God wouldn't let nothing happen because he loves me so much. It's that love that's drawing. How many understand God loved that man? And that man, I believe he's so sincere. He comes and he says, good master, what must I do to inherit eternal life? Jesus mentioned, come after did all those all my life. And I'm sure he was a, a moral man, a good man, all these things. But he said, that's rejected. See, there's no change of accommodation for him. He said, you like one thing? He thought, one thing. One thing. Man, I can do one thing. He said, sell everything you got. Give it to the poor. Take up your cross and follow me. And the Bible said he, like Cain, his countenance fell. Countenance fell. And he went away sorrowful. I believe that's the only person I've ever seen leave Jesus sorrowful. Amen. See, he rejected. He's rejected. Did he love him? Yes, he loved him. Worlds, but he comes. You know, some people say, well, if he had come, Jesus wouldn't have taken it all. Maybe, I don't know. 
Why did he do that? He hasn't told all of us to do that. You know why? Because that had him. See, God don't care how much you have if it don't have you. If you've got $2 million today, good. Give some missions today. Amen. But as long as it don't have you. Amen. If you got a, say, let's say you got $100,000. You can still do pretty good with that. Amen. Yeah, we're not leaving you out. But you see, this man, he turned and he walked away sorrowful. The disciples said, do you know what you just did? You let one of the big men, I mean, what he could do for you. I tell you what, sometime it cost you, doesn't it? But he didn't say, now let's send a committee over there and see if we can work out something. Like the man did on the video. We're going to work out something here. I tell you what, I watched that video, brother. That Texan, I hate to say it. Maybe he moved there, I don't know. But I tell you what, that was disgusting. You know, got to figure out a way to accommodate this. And uh, we just, you know, I tell you what, offer life. Amen. Those people you're trying to accommodate, they want life. They need life. God's rejected that lifestyle. God's rejected those things. I was rejected of God. I was not just a little bit. I was rejected of God, and I tried to do better. I tried. I tell you what, religion, amen, we don't get lunch here after a while, but anyway, rejected. If I, I realized, you know, that's why I so praise God. I was rejected without God or his son, living in this life. I read it in Ephesians. He said they didn't have God or their son. Amen. I, I so thank God for his mercy and his love. Rejected. Lord, I come. See, that rich young ruler of Hittah said, Lord, I give everything to you. You know, however long he lived, don't you know it wasn't long compared to eternity. Amen. We give ourselves to him. You know, when you give yourself to him, he's always going to give back to you. Well, what happened to that rich young man if he had done what Jesus said? I believe he'd have got a life a million times better than what he had. Oh, I tell you what, we might even have a book in the New Testament with his name on it. You think about it. Amen. I was a young man when I got saved. I was messed up, mixed up, all kind of hang-ups. And have you ever heard that story before? Amen. I had plans, but it had nothing to do with God. God wouldn't leave me alone. I had too many people praying for me. I'd leave me. I even said to God, I said, Lord, God, I didn't call him Lord. I said, God, if you just leave me alone, I'm not going to be an atheist. I just want to go do my own thing. You know, that's a heathen prayer. You know what? God got worse. He turned the heat up. Amen. Have dreams of going to hell. And amen. And oh, man, all kind of stuff. Man, man. I thought, and he said, no, I'm not going to let you go. Amen. Aren't you glad when God gets a hold of you? Amen. No, I'm not going to let you go. And I came to Christ. I had no money, had nothing, but I, what did he want? He didn't want my money, didn't have any. He wanted me. That's what he wanted from that rich young ruler. He wanted him. Amen. And all these years later, I can tell you what, he gave me a life a million times more than I ever ask him. Praise God. Amen. All because of him. Amen. The opportunities, the power, and the privilege of preaching this gospel. That's why I say to a rejected world, God's rejected all of your religion. He's rejected all of your plans. He's rejected that sin. He's rejected your sin. Amen. But he's come to rescue you. Oh, he's the rescuer. Throw out that lifeline. 
Amen. Pull it in. Amen. Rescued me. How many know he rescued me? Amen. And he restored. Tell you what, this is a good life in Christ. You hear us always talking about how much trouble we have. I had trouble all the time out there. This trouble counts for something. You hear what I'm saying? Amen. I'd rather be a Christian than anything I know. Amen. Oh, to you folks, we're at an hour. We're about to see things I don't think we could even imagine. I've already seen things in the last few years. I saw the American Embassy move to tele, back to Jerusalem from Tel Aviv. Amen. I'm watching as it's changing. See, we're part of something with Israel. Isn't it amazing God gave us Israel to be part of, all of us here? Amen. Very much. And our president, I, I, you know, I believe he's like Cyrus. I believe, you know, I don't think he knows God, but I know God knows him. You hear what I said? God said, I, I named Cyrus. He said, sometimes they do things. I don't know why I did that. I don't know why I did that. That's Cyrus. You can read it in the Bible. God is working in these days. Amen. I pray if God's got a few more years that we can live and see it fulfilled. Amen. I want to do my part. I want to be what God would have me to be. Amen. Missions. But here, I'm not just talking about a mission overseas. I'm talking about here that we have the message. The rejected can be rescued. And our life restored. Amen. Be made thou whole. You know, he didn't just say be healed. He said be whole. You know, th that's more than healing. Amen. That's your body, soul, your spirit. Be thou made whole. Hallelujah. Here today, you've been rescued. Are you whole? Are you whole in your life? Have you made complete inside? Amen. Pains forgiven. Hurts forgiven. Amen. Life made whole. Oh, what a mighty God that we serve. Can we all stand together here today? Praise God. Praise God. Oh, Lord, we thank you today. Lord, we praise you. We worship you. Oh, Lord God, I thank you, Lord God, in the rejection that you've sent rescue. Lord God, and you restore us, oh God. Lord God, a life was hopeless without God or his son. Lord God, we are a thankful people today. Hallelujah. Will thou be made whole? If I was preaching again, that's what I'd preach on. Would thou be made whole? Here today, I've come to him forgiven, his mercy, but life wasn't whole. I loved him and he loved me, but life, things in me wasn't whole. Amen. I didn't just need him to heal me. I need him to make me whole. Here this morning, we're going to gather around here. And if you need God to make you whole, come in, come in. If you need prayer, amen. Those that need prayer, I want you to come. Everybody wants you to come. Amen. Let's find an altar. Let's thank God in this plan that we're in, this plan of God. Hear what I'm saying? God's got a plan for you. Amen. I'm going to pray right now. Oh, God, make me whole. Jesus, the word of God, the apostles, will thou be made whole? Oh, God, that is the message. Oh, the joy of spirit in this gospel. Father, I just pray right now. Lord, as we gather here today, Lord God, by your spirit, I pray, Father God, thank you for rescuing us. Rescuing us who were rejected. Lord, because of who we are and what we were.
but you rescued us. Lord God, you said live. I said live. And we live because your word said to. Lord God, I pray this morning. Hear every heart, every life. Lord God, make us whole this afternoon. Lord God, we don't just need help. Lord God, make us whole by your spirit, by your power. Lord God, I praise you. Father God, for rescuing me. You rescued me.